everybody. We're talking gifts today. Feels timely for the season. It's not an obvious topic for thinking about our experiences as third culture kids, but I'm sure that I'm not alone in finding it very relevant. Different cultures have different approaches to gift giving. Different cultures have different expectations around it um, and different meanings behind those gifts. We've all encountered those situations where we realise we've brought the wrong kind of flower to say thank you for dinner because in this country that's actually associated with funerals. Bit of a faux pas. Um, There are traditions or expectations around what are appropriate hostess gifts, what are appropriate workplace gifts, Um, even in terms of what are expected gifts in, in romantic relationships or between friends. It's something I've observed here in the UK just cross culturally as well, where I've exchanged neighbourly gifts with um, my neighbour of many years ago, who I miss, um, who was Polish, um, that suddenly my UK little secret Santa type small little thing felt woefully inadequate given the beautiful um, and very carefully considered generosity of my neighbour um, wraps to perfection. Um, and I thought, you know, this makes a lot of sense as well of my birthday party I threw for my little girl at nursery and the gift that came from the child um, who, who was also Polish um, from their family. And it was this massive gift basket and and it threw into shadow all of the gifts I've ever brought for children's birthday party. Obviously, there's a different culture around gift giving. And that is massively contingent on the country that we have grown up in and our understanding of what is expected, what is appropriate, what makes sense um, to bring to a social situation. And misunderstandings there can sting, misunderstandings can hurt. I'm really hoping I never offended anybody by not giving enough or by giving too much or by giving the wrong thing. But realistically, I probably have done. I've probably made those mistakes. I know that growing up where I did, there were traditions of gift giving that were very involved um, in terms of giving to the whole community, um, including the important members of that community in special consideration. I remember fondly visiting naming ceremonies as a child and always bringing soap for the mother and baby. You do that at a baby shower here and you'd be met with a few confused expressions. Um, But it was was what we did. And you, you develop these habits around gifts. For years, I have been very anxious as a gift giver. I think that awareness that the rules change with the country and with the culture around gift giving has made me 
very nervous and awkward around giving the wrong thing. Um, also nervous around opening gifts in front of the giver. Um, very aware that I want my expression to communicate exactly what is expected. Um, how much more chameleon um, can you get, right? There's this kind of, I, I, I don't want to make them feel bad. I, I want them to know how much I appreciate their gift. I don't want to look too surprised or confused, but in reality I might be because I don't know what's going on here. You can imagine how much fun that made Christmas, right? And birthdays. I've talked a little bit before on this podcast about the love languages, um, the book by Gary Chapman, um, which very cleverly and very neatly lays out these five different ways of um, relating to one another. And he writes particularly in terms of marriage. Um, but I think that applies to any kind of romantic partnership, any kind of friendship. And um, there's also sort of spin-off applications and books he's written around um, love languages for our children. If you've got a child that brings you a rock every time they go for a walk um, and actually does notice if those rocks disappear from the home too quickly, you've got a child whose love language is gifts. They attach a lot of meaning to those. They want little notes from you. They put a lot of stock in presents. And this can this can be tricky, right? When maybe that's not our language. Um, that resentment that we're constantly disappointing them or um, feeling too much pressure or expectation or just falling into a narrative of, oh my goodness, when did they become so materialistic? But sometimes that's the language of love. And I started a while ago to re-examine my own reticence around gifts, um, probably prompted because my child really values gifts. Um, and I was tired of being confused and thrown by this. So what, as, as with everybody, right, it's discomfort that thrusts us into growth. So for me, I wanted to re-examine my own approach and attitude and feelings around gifts. And I came across this third culture element. Whenever I'm confused about an aspect of myself, I try and understand it or apply the filter, um, understand it through the filter of my third culture kid experience. If I understand this, hypothetically, theoretically, as a third culture kid issue, how does it now make sense? And that really clarified a lot for me. And I wonder, I offer it because I wonder if it will clarify things for you too, offer a new perspective. My anxiety around gifts, I had always put down to it being one of my least relevant love languages. Um... And it's not at the top for me. You know, words. Hello, I do a podcast. Words are massively important to me. Words of affirmation, as Gary Chapman would say. And those encouraging words will mean more to me than gifts. However, I had been too quick to discount gifts as meaningful to me simply because there was anxiety around them. My fear of getting them wrong disguised the fact that they are actually a vehicle for love that I deeply appreciate. Gifts 
perhaps precisely because of this it makes us anxious, but gifts are a vehicle for communicating knowing of another person. A good gift is one that communicates knowledge of that person. Knowledge that we have applied to make their lives a little easier, a little shinier, a little more comfortable, a little funnier. It's a shared joke. But when we know somebody well, we give a gift that makes them feel known. And how does that sit with us as third culture kids? How known do we feel? Have we collected experiences of disappointment or hurt where gifts we have received have communicated lack of knowing? And do we let people know us? Do we know us? Oh my goodness. Do we know what we'd actually want from a gift? Do we know what makes us happy? Do we even give ourselves permission, actually, to allow a gift to make us happy? Or do we put that in the box marked selfish, materialistic, unnecessary? If we allow gift giving and gift receiving to be a conduit of love and loving knowing, does that change anything for us? Does it explain why our experiences of cross-cultural misunderstanding become so hurtful and complicated and anxiety producing around gift giving? The other thing that would make me anxious, of course, around gift giving is that giving a gift is a little bit like handing over part of your heart and waiting to see if it will be rejected. I'm being dramatic. But am I wrong? If I give a gift to somebody and they appreciate the intent, but obviously I haven't given the right thing. I haven't given something that makes them feel really known or there's any indication they're a bit let down by it. The sense of rejection of me feels intense. Have you got any of those experiences? A lot of us have collected experiences of rejection over our lives that we are not eager to repeat. Does that make us reticent about gift giving? What's your experience? What was the best gift you were ever given? I think in my childhood, my standout gift that I remember was one that was given me by my parents but it's really my father's contribution that I notice which is significant given that I think my mother bless her heart has been the one deciding and choosing gifts for them to give us a couple through most of my childhood and adulthood but I remember his involvement with this gift because 
it involved a certain amount of carpentry. I was really into the old annuals for children. And if you're British, you might understand what I'm talking about. But essentially, um, cartoons. Um, what are they called? Graphic graphic novels, but not graphic novels. Just very, very simple. Bon dessiné. Can't think of the English word now. Um, and there was one character who was a little girl who was a nurse. But she was a nurse of a stuffed toy hospital, right? So you can imagine this bringing out all of my rescuer instincts, all of my messiah complex as a child, and I would run around and collect all my toys and nurse them all better. And this gift was a set of little hospital beds for my toys, complete with pillows and pillowcases and sheets and I could faff around for hours with this. But I remember it because my father made those beds and he painted them. And it made me feel known. That gift said to me, we know what you enjoy. We approve of what you enjoy. We encourage what you enjoy. Play more. Do it more. And that meant the world to me. If you consider the gifts that have meant the world to you in the past, what do they tell you about how you want to be known? And then the hard bit. Do you communicate now to the people in the world around you who you are? Do you allow people to know you now? How would people know what a good gift for you would be? And then what about giving to others? When you consider all the gift buying that's involved in this season, does it fill you with dread, pressure, overwhelm? Is there any way that you can be excited? Or do you, do you already get excited? Am I preaching to the choir here? Do you already get excited about all those opportunities to say, hey, I see you. I see who you are. Here's a gift from me that reflects my seeing of you. There's a um, website that I was shown a few weeks ago that facilitates secret Santa giving. It's called Elfster, E-L-F-S-T-E-R. And you can use it internationally from what I can see, although I think it might be an American website. And you can invite any number of people to participate in a gift exchange, a secret Santa, where you all put your names in, you, you RSVP to the invitation online, um, you put in your address on your profile, and then the website will draw names for you. 
So it becomes very anonymous. And even the host doesn't have to know who, who's organising their gift, which is a lovely feature of the website. You can set a price limit. You can put preferences on there in the form of kind of wish list. But I'm doing that this year because the older I get, the more Christmas becomes about the children. And I want to be known too. And I want to show my friends, my community, that I am continually invested in knowing them as well. And this year, this is the form that that's going to take for me. I love the idea that there's going to be just this little gift underneath somebody's tree. It matters to me. And it's an opportunity for me to say, hey, I see you. And it's such a great tool to use when you have a group of friends where gift giving over the holidays isn't something that you will do for one another. Um, this way it keeps it very affordable, but it creates a community of exchanging, of knowing of one another. And I think that's a wonderful thing. Are you going to do anything like that this year? Does that appeal in any way or does it simply add the pressure? Where are your stresses around gift giving? Where can you give yourself permission to explore and enjoy it more? Just some thoughts for the season. I know that I'm massively relieved that gift giving is something I can step into and enjoy these days. I still experience a certain amount of anxiety while I'm working out what to give to who and I'm collating ideas, but I can leap into that these days and create lists and um, get lots of ideas off Pinterest and, and all of these kind of things. Because now I can see it as an investment in knowing, an investment in my people. And I can let them love me this way too, without dismissing my own joy of that as, as redundant or unnecessary or materialistic or selfish. Being known is none of these. I hope you feel known today. Are there parts of you you need to know better? Time spent with the self is never wasted and maybe, maybe there's a gift you can give yourself today. Whenever we talk about love languages, I think we can definitely apply them to ourselves. How are you going to give yourself a gift today? I hope you enjoy it. Thank you for listening. Bye.